What is going on, everybody? You know, I decided to jump on live tonight just because um, I'm disgusted, to be honest. And I said, you know what? Instead of just being disgusted by myself, let me bring my disgust to my good platform and share with y'all why I am utterly disgusted. Um, anybody that knows me, y'all know that I am highly opinionated and I, th this here ponytail, sweet Jesus, Lord, knows that I am definitely, who cares? I don't even care. It's just going to look how it's going to look, whatever. Um, knows that I am highly opinionated and, uh, I do not attempt to force my opinion upon anybody. And the reason I do not try to uh, enforce my opinion upon anybody is because it's just that it's my opinion. Right. And I believe that everyone is definitely entitled to their own opinion. Everyone is definitely entitled to their own thought. Um, but the one thing that I literally cannot stand is is when people attempt to place their opinion and then call it fact and then attempt to attach some type of biblical reference to what they're saying as if they are correct. I have a very big problem with that. And that probably is something that will truly never go away. Um, I have never told anyone that you're going to hell if you voted for, you know, Donald Trump or if you are a part of the Republican Party. I have never told anyone that you are a enemy of God if you vote or stand with someone that uh, is a basically has an opposing thought to me. Right. But we seem to have a lot of these messages floating around this good Christian world and I am pissed off about it, to be completely frank and to be completely honest. I am pissed off about it because it is erroneous and it is extremely dangerous to attempt to tell people that they are an enemy of God if they decided to vote for uh, Biden for this 2020 election. I think that it is a miscarriage. I, honestly, I think that it's gross that anyone would use any form of a public platform to tell any group of people um, that they are an enemy of God due to the fact of who they chose to actually vote for, right? And then you attempt to use off-base biblical principles to attempt to try and justify the means of what you're saying, because you say, you say, because Joe Biden believes in human rights, human rights. Forget about a person's sexual orientation. Forget about a person's sexual preference. Forget about who the person decides to lay down with in the bed, who they decide to sleep with, even whom they decide to marry. But you decide because of that and because he said that he believes in human rights, that we obviously can't be believers because we too stand for human rights. No, I have a problem with that. 
Because the truth of the matter is, is that whether you agree with how someone chooses to live their life, whether you agree with whether or not uh, uh, people that have a natural inclination for the same sex, they have a natural love for the same sex, whether you agree with that lifestyle or not, does not give you a heaven or hell to put anybody in, nor does it give you the right to tell someone because they stand and chose to vote for a candidate that they're going to hell or that they're an enemy of God. You don't have that right. And a lot of you have attempted to take this and take it somewhere where it need not go. And then you attempt to say, because Joe Biden stands for a woman's right to choose, right? A woman's right to choose. He's going against the Bible. He's going against the Bible. So because someone decides that they believe in pro-choice, that a woman has a right to choose what to do within her own body. You think that because someone that says that they're Christian uh, voted for him, that they are an enemy of God. Really? Twisted much? And hey, Nakata, the point that I'm trying to make is, is not about hypocrisy on both sides. I, I, me personally, I don't care whom anyone chooses to stand with. I don't care if you are a Christian and you voted for Trump. I don't care if you are a Christian and you voted for Joe Biden. I don't care if you are a person and you chose to vote for a person, right? But I have a very big problem with people attempting to use the Bible and use scripture erroneously to then tell people that they are an enemy of God because of the way in which they chose to tell people that they're going to go to hell because of the way in which they chose to tell people, okay, that you're going to really sit up here and pray against an entire democratic party and act like the spirit of God is going to answer you, right? Be based on what you think they should do based on some work principles that you're actually twisting out of the Bible. But it just amazes me how these same people feel that an unborn baby, a fetus has more rights than a natural life. So, this president has come out, okay, has incited riots, okay, has stood in defense of police who have murdered unarmed black people, okay? But you mean to tell me he is God's choice. He is the one that God has chosen to lead us. He just stands on all types of moral compass and, and whatever else people like to say. Because he's pro-life, because he's anti-LGBTQIA community, because he's helped Israel 
this makes this man of God. And this is why we have so many work people in the church today, because we believe in this small thing and we don't look at the total picture. Okay. And we make these people into something that they literally are not. Joe Biden has said, I am a believer. He said, I've been Catholic my whole life, but we have a problem acknowledging the fact that he's a believer. He said he's Catholic, but oh no, we don't believe in Catholicism. That's witchcraft. But half y'all want to dress like him with your coping miters and stuff. See this stuff. I, I don't, I don't have time. I don't have time for it, you know, and then we want to come on here with this righteous indignation as if you're standing for something that is right. And you're not. And the truth of the matter is both men have errored, but who's admitted their errors? Who's admitted some things might not have been right from the past? You have this president that refused to acknowledge the exonerated five. This president that literally took out ads in a paper against these teenage boys. Unless you lived in New York at that time, because I remember I was a kid watching these boys be plastered all over the news, plastered all over the newspapers. And to see them be exonerated as grown men. And this president had the audacity to not even acknowledge the fact that they were exonerated. And you're telling me that this man is of God. And the Bible tells me that I could, I should be able to judge the heart of a man by what, by what they speak. The Bible says out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. That man has spewed nothing but vile and evilness from the time he was even running for election for 2016. And you have the audacity to tell me anybody is going to hell for voting for Biden. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Like, I can't even take your ministry seriously. I can't even take the words that come out of your mouth seriously. And half y'all wayward little preachers that's running around here saying this stuff, your past, which is not that long ago, will speak differently even concerning you. Just saying. And people running around here, y'all got a whole lot of stuff to say. A whole lot of stuff to say. And a lot of what you're saying is pure hate. Y'all have been angry about Obama and giving gay people rights. Do you know how stupid you sound? Like, do you know how stupid, and I say stupid because it ha it is the epitome of dumb. And I don't care who gets offended because it's stupid. You sit up here and you sit in your holy righteous name self sounding dumb because gay people were given rights. Are you crazy? If that was the case, 
black people wouldn't have rights. Human rights. This isn't about color. This isn't about race. This isn't about what you believe. This is no, this is about human rights. As a human being, you have rights, period. You do not deserve to be discriminated against because you are gay, because you are trans, because you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't have the right to discriminate. You don't have the right to withhold. You don't have the right But y'all want to sit up here and preach to folk. You don't have the right. So when you, you know, and, and people are mad, oh, well, look what happened afterwards. Oh, now they're able, now look, you, you, you have trans people using our bathrooms. Stupid. They've been using the bathrooms. You just didn't know that they were trans. How about that? But y'all want to withhold rights and call yourself a Christian and you think people don't deserve common decency. You think people don't deserve common respect. You think people don't deserve love, kindness. You, you, Christian? And then you want to use warped, twisted scriptures to justify your bias, your hate, your anger, your own personal fears. And then you want to tell us that we're Jezebels, that we operate not of God. That's very interesting to me. It's a very interesting concept to me. It's a very interesting concept to me. Because the bottom line is, is this. I have experienced some of the worst type of treatment ever from so-called Christians. And I have experienced some of the best love from people y'all love to discriminate against and hate. That's real. Okay. That's real. Okay. And then got the audacity to hate people and call it not hate, call it, no, this is what the Bible says. The Bible says it's an abomination. The Bible says, really? Is that what the Bible says? Because I believe some of y'all have failed to study something called etymology. The origin of words. And I think quite possibly if some of y'all would do a lot more studying and a lot less talking, you probably would not come on these good platforms and begin to make a fool of yourselves. Okay. One thing my father taught me a long time ago, he said, it's better for people to assume you are dummy than for you to open your mouth and remove all doubt. That's what he taught me a long time ago. So when I learned that lesson, okay, from my good father on a car ride, 
I always said that I will never open up my mouth and have anyone think that they can just confirm that I'm a dummy. But I'm convinced some of y'all did not receive that lesson. Y'all probably needed a car ride with Martin. And Paul, you are absolutely right. A lot of pre people preach a lot of misinterpretation uh, of the scriptures. They do. They preach it. They teach it. They live it. And it is disgusting that you are calling it God. And the one thing, let me say this. See, and this is why y'all talk about Catholicism all y'all want, and that's perfectly fine. But the one thing that I learned in Catholicism is how to study the scriptures. Because when I was a child and my great grandmother took us to camp at that good Catholic church, St. Joe's, our camp was called scripture safari. Okay. And as a child, we learned how to search the scriptures. And I am convinced some of y'all need to go back. And start really searching these scriptures and researching. Because this is a shame. Because what you're actually doing, you're actually causing a lot more harm than you are good. You're actually causing a lot more. You're sowing a lot more discord. You are causing complete division and separation. And what is amazing to me is the same folks that justified slavery, the same folks that used the Bible to say that that is the reason why we were enslaved because it was ordained by God that we should be um, enslaved. The same people that have said these same things are the same ones that y'all following after right now. The devil is a liar. The same ones running around here with this proud boy foolishness. The same ones running around here wearing sheets and stuff. The same ones running around here, Antifa and all this other craziness that's going on. The same ones that this here president has praised and said were fine people. Hmm. I think it's a shame before God. And guess what? I'm not saying that Joe Biden is any better, nor am I saying that Bill Clinton was any better. Because let's be real. All that, all them prisons that y'all keep being mad at uh, Joe Biden about for that crime bill. Well, guess how the prisoners were able to be housed. Thank you, Bill Clinton. Prison industrial complex that didn't start with that crime bill. But I know we failed to do research. And when we failed to do research, this is why we open up our mouths and sound like complete bumbling fools. You know who started, really started prison reform? Barack Obama. But see, that would take some of y'all to actually do some research. You want to know who really jump-started the economy? Barack Obama. But that would also take for some of you to really do some research. And guess what? The little uh, black unemployment rate dropping below 7% that Trump likes to uh, tout as, as, a, as a token for the black community. 
it did go lower than 7% because while Barack Obama was president, it was at 7%. But guess what? Black people were also making more money under Barack Obama. So what Trump fails to tell you is that although he got the black unemployment rate below 7%, it's below 7% and we were making less money. But that would also take for you to do a little bit of research. But we don't like research. Nah, we don't like research. We don't like to, and guess, and I didn't pull this data that I'm actually speaking right now. I pulled it right off the Senate website because I know how to research. And I also know how not to just listen to people and go after the data for myself. And you know what's sad is that people across this, people across the pond are so concerned about what's going on here with us. They are so concerned. How are you feeling? How are you? How's everything going? But the fact that this good president of y'all's got all these votes in this election after he has, he has blatantly exp expressed his xenophobia, blatantly expressed his homophobia, blatantly expressed his racism, his racist ways, his content, his demeanor is utterly disgusting. His mouth full of lies, full of deceit, full of manipulation. And get, let me say this, and I am, I am truly not shocked that this wayward man-made church follows this fool and considers him of God. And you wanna know why I'm not shocked? Because Y'all leaders act just like him. Mm-hmm. Straight up narcissists. Lies. They live in deceit and manipulation. So I'm not, I'm actually, I'm not shocked at all. I am definitely not shocked. I'm actually just disgusted. And I'm disgusted that us as a people, the only thing that we're really concerned with as far as Trump is concerned is his tax plan. Okay. But let's just make one thing clear. Okay. Yeah. Did he create, I, I forgot the name of the program, but it was that initiative program for people to go inside of uh, basically uh, underprivileged communities in order to rebuild it. Did he create the, the program? Absolutely. But what happened? What happened? How's some of y'all communities looking right now? Hmm? How they looking? Hmm? I want to know how much money. I want to know how much money y'all got. That's what I want to know. Start all these businesses y'all keep talking about. Because you want to know what I see? I see a man that allowed a virus to come up into this country that half the businesses that did get started within this last year or two are all shut down. They couldn't survive. And then these same people went to the same government to get money and got nothing. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
That's all I'm saying. So, wow. Everybody running around here trying to use God. Trying to use, I don't even know, half, I can't even say y'all are using common sense at this point because some of this is just plain old stupid. Like, you're, you're dumb. Whatever common sense I thought you had has literally just been removed. And then you have the audacity to really be attacking people. That's the part that's making me upset because you're attacking people and you're attacking people for the simple fact that these people have decided to say, I do not stand for a racist, xenophobic, homophobic, vile, evil man that has been put in office. This has nothing to do with just not liking this man's personality. I can deal with a personality conflict. What I can't deal is a moral conflict. I can't deal with an integral conflict. I can't deal with a character conflict. That's what you people are not understanding. I can deal with a personality conflict. Why? Because as a manager, as a person that leads an entire department, you have to learn how to work with various personalities. But what I can't deal with is a person that is not aligned with the vision or mission. And that man is not aligned with the vision or mission outside of his own thought, his own greed, his own need, his own selfish and ambitions, and you have the audacity to attempt to tell me that I am not a Christian if I don't stand with this man that does not exude the heart, character, or even a quality that is remotely of God. No, ma'am, no, sir, you are are lying. You are deceived. You are a worker of iniquity. You clearly do not hear God. You clearly do not even operate under the spirit of God. You clearly are an imposter and a false teacher and a false prophet. You are just false all the way around. And you are attempting to cause me to go into error. I shall not. I am here as a good voice for the good people. I am going to tell you point blank period, do not fall into error with these false teachers and these false prophets and these false pastors and these false apostles and these false evangelists and don't fall into the trap with them. Come out from among them because you have the compass that is already written, that is in your good word, that tells you the character, the quality, the integrity, and the morality of a man and or woman of God. And when that picture does not line up, when the voice that you are hearing does not line up, when the sound that you are hearing does not line up, we know the Bible is very clear and it tells us 
His sheep know his voice and a stranger they will not follow. We need to stop following these strange voices and follow the voice that we know that is true. And we have to understand one thing. In the Old Testament, when God brought down his wrath and his anger, it was for a specific person, for a specific time, and for a specific need. Do not follow these people running around here trying to act like as if God has sent down his wrath through this man that is a raging lunatic. That is not so. Period. Point blank. The end. Okay? And I'm tired of it. And everybody should be tired of it too. We have to stop. And we have allowed this to go on for far too long, especially for these last four years. It has been raging. And we have sat and we have been quiet. We have just, we have literally just tolerated this foolishness. And we should no longer be tolerating things that we know are simply not true. And I'm not because I've been told y'all about this man-made church. Okay. I've been talking about it. And let me say this. I was called bitter. I was called angry. I was called hateful. I was called all these names because I was literally speaking what I knew and what I saw. And I was very, very specific because I kept saying man-made church. I always knew that there was a difference between a man-made church and a church of God. I always knew there was a difference. And I always said, when the Lord sends me to a place that is of his house, I will know it. But until then, I will no longer become a member and fall into the hands of these man-made churches and the leaders that run them. I was not doing that anymore. That was a personal decision for me. But I knew what I saw and I knew what I experienced. And I kept warning. I kept saying, y'all better run from these man-made churches. Y'all better run from these man-made churches. Y'all better run from these man-made churches. And look what happened. See, everybody running around here acting like, oh, you, oh, oh, you know, Satan trying to keep the doors of the church closed. No, that was God. God had to show y'all some things about some of them houses of worship y'all was in. Okay. Because any anybody, okay, that were literally holding in-person church service and you start running around here and seeing people are dying from a virus, you're man-made, sir, ma'am. You are man-made because clearly you do not care about my life that much to act like you're going to have me in somebody's building and there's a virus that these people don't even understand how it's operating and folks was dropping like flies left and right. No, no. And then prior to, let's think about it, prior to this pandemic that took place, these were the same people that would say, you got to obey the laws of the land. But y'all was the first ones to break every single last law of this land when the Lord of the land said, no, you got to shut this down, man-made. Because anytime you run up against anything that is man-made, it uses its own principles, it uses its own devices, and it uses its flesh in order to rule. Pay attention. That's all I'm saying. And if you can't trace the word exactly, let me say this, and I'm going to say this, and I've said it before, and I'm going to keep saying it because I'm tired of some of y'all with this homosexuality is a sin, and it says it in the Bible. It's, it, it, it's written. Okay, let's break this down then, okay, because I got a little bit more time before I sign off for here because I don't have this, I, 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 I can't deal with it. Uh, 
I need some of y'all to really start looking up the origin of words. If you look up the origin of homosexuality, you will see that that word is a concept from the 1900s. I think the Bible predates the 1900s. I think I'm right. So if the Bible predates the 1900s, what word or words was in the Bible prior to the word homosexuality? Lesson says the words that was there prior to the 1900s was molester of boys. However, the queen, in all of her righteous indignation, like some of y'all, was so disgusted with homosexuality, she said, what is this called? They said, well, we have heterosexuality, so boom, now we're going to have homosexuality. She said, well, you know what? Let's add this to the Bible here, 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 here. Boom. Bible gets rewritten to add in what? Homosexuality. And now half y'all dummies, because you don't know how to study, run around here preaching, jumping, shouting, condemning on something that you never even thought to look into, not a step further beyond it is written. You know, they said, this is what the people had said. If you ever want to withhold anything, they said from black people, they said, put it in a book. Because we don't want to look no further. We just want to take, no, this is what it say. Okay. But let me look deeper. Because I know there had to be, what, what? Mm -mm. Something ain't right. So all I'm going to say is this. May the best whoever win this here presidential election. And let me say this here. My prayer for the church of the true and living God is that we begin to stand and we stand boldly on his true word, on his principle, on his integrity, on his morality, on his character. May we truly stand because right now you have a lot of people that are battling a lot of things. You have people that are grieving the loss of relatives that they never thought that they would have to grieve. 
You have families that are seeing the days of struggle that they thought that they would never have to see. You have people running around here, all types of depressed anxiety, literally having panic, panic attacks. You have more people that are popping pills, using all types of coping mechanisms. And the thing that you want to focus on as a church is telling folks they go into hell because of who they chose to vote for. The devil is a liar. You have people that are sitting here struggling with their belief because of what they are seeing. And then you want to tell these same people, you going to hell. The devil is a liar. Get your message together, church. Because half these words that's running around here are not the words of the true and living God. Right now, what God is truly speaking to his people is settling themselves. Resting themselves in him, knowing whom he is. God is not part of a political party. God is not Republican, nor is he Democrat. And the God that we serve is not dispatching angels from across seas to help out a man-made election. What? God has a deeper message for his people. And what he sees is the grieving heart of his people, the hurt of his people, the pain of his people, the suffering of his people. That's what God is seeing. And that's what God is answering on this day. He is not answering you about a man-made anything. But what I will say is this. When the righteous cry out, he will deliver. He will deliver. And that's what we need to remember on this day. We need to remember that when the righteous cry out unto God, that he will answer and that he will deliver. Period, point blank. And we need to hold true to the fact that when we cry, he hears us and he answers us. That's what we need to know. That's what we need to believe in. That's what we need to hold on to. We need to hold on to whatever faith that we have. We truly need to even hold on to the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. We need to get into such a place of peace, okay? Peace. And we need to get into a place of restored hope. There are some that are struggling to make it through to tomorrow because they don't understand and they don't know what tomorrow may bring. We need to be the people that are restoring hope 
and not instilling fear and not instilling hate and not sowing discord. That's our message. Hope, faith, peace, strength. That's our message. Not this foolishness. That is not the message of the good Lord. And we need to stop it. Stop. Folk been running around here for so long saying, study thyself to be quiet. Well, take your own advice and study yourself to be quiet in this season. Quiet down. Get into the heart and the mind of God. Stop. I never forget I heard that message preached back in uh, 2010. Mother Manly had preached that good message. I love Mother Manly. Mother Manly was just like, stop. S-T-O-P. But in her message, she was talking about, you know, stop running and all the other extra stuff. I'm telling y'all to stop speaking things in which the Lord is not speaking. Stop speaking what he is not saying. Stop. Stop. Because not only does your life depend on it, those that are listening to you, their lives depend on it too. Stop. It's enough already. It it, it, it truly is enough already. So stop. Let us allow the peace of God to rest on his people, to rest on this nation. Let the peace of God rest. We are in a time where there is civil unrest and we need the peace of God to rest. We need the peace of God to reign. We need the peace of God to rule. That's what we need, the peace of God. So that whichever way this election goes, there will yet and still be peace. That's what we need, peace. This foolishness that we got going on. And yeah, everybody likes a good laugh. Okay, so we laughing at the slowness of the count of these ballots. We're laughing at which is great because I need y'all to have laughter. I want people to have laughter. Laughter, honestly, is, is healing for your soul. It's good for your heart. You should laugh. But some of y'all, what you're doing, it's not funny. It's not funny. And you're causing more pain and anxiety and depression. And this fear-based religious foolishness needs to stop. So like I said, allow the peace of God to rest, to reign, to rule and abide. That's what we need across this nation. We need messages of peace. We need prayers of peace. 
Folks need to feel safe. And we're not feeling safe right now. That's what you're failing to understand. This ain't about Democrat nor Republican, conservative nor liberal. This is about people and their, their feeling of safety, their feeling of security, their feeling of what is going to happen tomorrow, their uncertainty. And you want to feed that with your foolishness. Stop it. That's my message. Stop it. And I love everybody. Some of y'all, I mean, you probably ain't seeing this because I done uh, deleted you, which is perfectly fine. But that that's just because at the end of the day, uh, some things are just not funny and some things I just can't have on my good timeline. So some of y'all did get deleted and I, I don't, I'm not uh, apologetic for it uh, at all. I know how to uh, take differences of opinions, but some of that stuff, no, you get deleted and it is what it is. Um, but I would love to see a change. I don't care about political parties. At this point, I'm really concerned with the souls of the people that are actually being hurt and led astray because of y'all foolishness. It's foolish. Stop it. <sighs> All right. I feel better. I hope y'all do too. Um, tune in next week to the Muzzle is Off podcast. You know, next week, Wednesday at 7 p.m. Uh, we'll see what we have in store for y'all next week, Wednesday at 7 p.m. I'm not sure when I'm going to do the muzzle is off after dark yet, uh, just because we are in a high time of uh, emotions. And uh, I believe in doing all things uh, right and well and in and in order. And sometimes it's just it's inappropriate to do certain things at certain times. And I'm I'm very conscious of that. So I don't know. We might not have no uh, after dark until like January or something like that. But we'll see. We'll see what we'll see what happens in December. I might I might feel differently come December. But right about now, I'm not. I'm not necessarily concerned with the after dark uh, muzzle is all, um, but we will be here every Wednesday of this month. And um, this month I'm really trying to dedicate to the creatives because I just believe that the creatives are uh, truly uh, in need and in, and, and, and in dire need today uh, because the creative mind has a way to take you away from uh, the reality of what you're actually facing. Right. So that's, uh, if you didn't tune in yesterday to the Muzzle is Off podcast, watch yesterday's show. It's on every podcast site. It's on Apple. It's on Spotify. It's on Google Podcasts. We're even on iHeartRadio. Uh, so tune in and watch that um, yesterday's episode because it was really good. It was, it was, it honestly was really great. I had author, um, I'm, I pray not to butcher his last name, but I had author um, Keith Nuizi. He's, if I said the last name wrong, please charge it to my head and not my heart. But um, he was on yesterday and we really talked about his book, The Struggle. And it was a dope conversation uh, about an even doper book. Like the dope is just truly wonderful. The book the book is just truly wonderful. It's It, it really is great. So um, if you missed yesterday's episode, definitely um, tune in. Uh, via uh, all the podcast sites, like I said, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Google Podcasts. Um, it's still available on the Facebook Live. 
um, and, and watch it and check it out. We really had a really dope conversation concerning the book and uh, the struggle. Um, like I said earlier, and I'll say it again, I'm tired and I want us to stop. I believe the word of the Lord right now is uh, instilling hope, peace, tranquility amongst amongst his people and amongst this nation. And that's what we need to we need to get back to that. That's what we need to get back to. We need to get back to that. The true message of God and stop with all this foolishness. Y'all done wrote people off to hell because they or calling them enemies of God because they stand with Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris. Y'all are crazy. And that's what I said. And I'm not taking it back. You're crazy. I don't care who people stand with. They ain't going to heaven. They ain't going to heaven or hell because of who they voted for. Period. Point blank. The end. You're just crazy for saying that. So anyway, I'm getting off of here. I hope y'all have a really good night. I really hope that, um, I really, really hope that, um, we band together more now than ever. That's what I hope. I hope we band together more now than ever and stop. And some of y'all gonna continue with your little wayward messages. Some of y'all are. Some of y'all gonna continue with your little wayward messages, and I'm just gonna delete you. And I'm just being honest. Some of y'all are about to be really deleted, and I don't. I, I and some of y'all I've known for years, and at this point, I really don't care. I I, I really don't. Um, you don't truly stand for Christian values. You do not truly stand for Christian characteristics, nor do you stand for any bit of love that you proclaim that you would have. So some of y'all really are about to get deleted because I don't care. It just is what it is. Um, so I'm just, it's just a fair warning. Like if I see it, I'm, I'm definitely going to delete you um, because I'm tired of it now. And um, I, I'm bold enough to say, I'm going to delete you. And I'm bold enough to say, and I make no qualms about it. So I hope you all have a great night. Um, I am about to have a great night because I'm going to go lay down. Okay. I have to get up early in the morning and get my tail back in somebody's gym because I've been on a three week hiatus from the gym and I'm going back come tomorrow to get my life back right. Okay. So have a good night. Like I said, tune in next week, Wednesday at 7 p.m. to the muzzle of Muzzle is off podcast. You never know what I will have in store for you. This ponytail, it went from up to down. It it just it did what it wanted to do tonight. Oh well. All right, y'all. Have a good night. Bye.